Welcome, everybody. This is RayaRebelEars.com. I want to thank everybody who's listening to the podcast today. So there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. So everybody know about um, the COVID-19, the coronavirus. And right now for two weeks, most jobs right now are on a pause. So a lot of people are just stuck at home, you know, self-quarantined for two weeks. You know, there's some jobs that's still open, but a lot of companies are... You know, taking precautions, sending emails out from Walmart to Starbucks to um, Stock Exchange to Amazon, Google. They're all sending out these um, emails telling everybody that, you know, they're taking precaution, telling everybody to, you know, stay at home. Don't be at social events because, you know, it's a serious uh, pandemic. It's global. But I'm thinking that a lot of people should take advantage of these two weeks to actually figure out what do they want to do with their lives. So I'm not talking about people who are already driven and focused. I'm talking about people who, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people and just asking them what they're doing for the next two weeks. Um, a lot of them was telling me, you know, just sit at home, watch a lot of TV, catch up on shows, uh, spending time with family. So out of all those, I believe that, of course, you know, spend time with family. But a lot of people were just surprising me how they just... Didn't know what they was going to do. So with me, I know for a fact I'm taking advantage of getting a lot of mixes done that I didn't get a chance to do. Um, work on the website, RebelEars.com. Work on the YouTube channel. Work on interviews with um, different artists and producers. I'm not going to do it at the studio. I might do it from, you know, two different locations. That's possible. It's just really giving me a chance to really focus on what I'm trying to get done because these two weeks are going to go by so quick and a lot of people are going to feel like they just, you know, use that time doing nothing. So I would recommend people to just at least take the time to figure out what they want to do. When it comes to the coronavirus, a lot of people, like I said, have been self-quarantined at home. This is the best time to start a YouTube channel. Um, express how you feel about the situation. This is the best time to go through emails that you haven't gone through in like months. This is the best time to connect with someone you haven't connected with on the phone, just give them a call, seeing how they doing. I also believe it's a good time to catch up on some reading, especially self-help books, financially, um, relationship-wise. You know, this is the best time to spend um, time with your significant other, if you're a producer, this is the best time for you to produce, like build your catalog. I was talking to this one producer at um, JB Hoodrich event, the layover at Sephora Lounge. Shout out to JB. We was talking mainly, so just to let y'all know, the, um, the producer name is Wells, W-E-L-L-Z. We was talking more on the lines of, you know, taking advantage of, you know, this two weeks. And he's a dope producer, so getting in. You know, him and I, we talked a few, and and I was asking him, was he building his content, his material, just to get more people involved with what he's doing? He told me, at the time, no. And one thing I really respect about Wells, because he tell you straight up, hey, an excuse is an excuse. Because he's one of those type of people who just, you know, tell you straightforward how he's feeling. He's always been honest, and he's more in-depth than a lot of um, individuals I talk to. Um, he's more insightful. So when he told me that, you know, it was just um, him taking the first step because, you know, that's the first thing you got to do. You got to admit that, you know, you either procrastinate or you don't know what you're doing or you're just lazy, don't want to do nothing. 
every person is different. With me, I'm always trying to think on the next thing I can accomplish, what I can do, how I can benefit the team, even working on myself. So with Wells, I told him it was the night before. I told him the next day, you think you're going to be able to uh, create content? He told me I could create content tonight. So I was like, okay. So basically... You know, for a lot of artists and producers I talked to, even engineers, they were talking about coming up with material in-house. And I do know a lot of people who I talk to, they always talking about their background, what's around the house, like they don't want to film what's going on. I told them simply, you can just record your, um, your screen. Like if you're using Fruity Loops, record the screen on Fruity Loops and then explain what you're doing. You can use um, different apps to, you know, put subtitles in. You don't always have to use what's around you. You just got to find out ways to broaden what you use. Like if you follow me on um, my IG at rebelears.ray, so R-E-B-E-L-E-A-R-S dot R-A-I, you can actually see I post a lot of different things like behind the green screen because I'm building up material when it comes to like with the podcast some of it's going to be on YouTube with um, sessions behind me so people can ask questions while I'm talking about the three topics at hand they might see me doing like strip silence they might see me compressing the vocals or using a plugin they never heard of and that's when they can comment saying like around this time what was that plugin you used and I can get more in depth with that that's how you build content you know, with this podcast, I can always figure out little things here and there that I can use for um, Twitter. With Twitter, I can always, you know, recycle what I post and put it on Instagram with um with a random photo. Like, all this is on my IG, so you can see it. Another thing when it comes to building your content, the reason why you want to do this is because you're building a story so people can see, like, how you started off, how you um, staying consistent, relevant, because that's like the music industry. You might hear um, a hot artist for, like, a few months, and then as time goes by, his traffic is dropping because he's not staying consistent with his fan base or staying on social media or even performing because what happens, artists get comfortable with doing a couple of shows, make a lot of money, and then as time goes by, they get comfortable and they figuring out that it's hard to, you know, get back on top when you was once up there and you go down. So trying to find a way through these two weeks to stay consistent. Matter of fact, these two weeks, you can come up with four to five months worth of materials. So a lot of people thinking like, how is that possible? So, okay, good example. Let's take three days to do like four weeks. So the first thing you would do, okay, let's say the first day. Let's say you wake up, depending on your time, you wake up at 10, 11 in the morning. And the only thing you got to really do, you know, probably cook, take a shower, clean up around the house. If you got a son or a daughter, you know, make sure they're okay. If you got a girlfriend, wife, husband, a boyfriend, you know, spend time with them. But make sure you take time to decide to at least do two to three hours of work. So, okay, so in three days, three to four weeks worth of materials, right? I would focus on using apps that's like, I use Buffer, B-U-F-F-E-R. So Buffer is a um, scheduling app. So with that app, you can post up to 10 posts on three different accounts. So one could be Twitter, two could be Instagram, or one could be Instagram, one could be Twitter, and one could be LinkedIn. Or it could be 
whatever accounts you do have. It also used Facebook groups and Facebook pages. Um, it's very beneficial because in one day you can post up to, like I said, 10 posts and you can put it out for a week or two or every other day or every day. And another app that I use, I use InShot. So I-N-S-H-O-T. That's basically how I put the visuals with the photos or a post from Twitter, put it on a picture that I upload on InShot. And that's how I come up with some of my um, IG posts. It's very convenient because I try to stay consistent, making a difference. So one day I might post one of my favorite plugins to use. Another day I might uh, post a short snippet video from the podcast explaining different things to be more insightful. Another post might just be, like I said, a Twitter post. And it's really about diversifying yourself because the more traffic that you uh, bring, the more it's possible for you to make money from, you know, from putting out free webinars, free ebooks, free downloads or plugins or presets or, you know, sample packs. And then you can go ahead and make money from selling some of the sample packs, selling some merchandise, materials, services. Like, as time goes by, not right now because I like to stay in-house when it comes to mixing. When it comes to mastering, because I work with a few other individuals dealing with different um, services. So when it comes to production, mixing, and mastering, um, you can get in touch with me depending on what you're in need of. And as time goes by, we're also going to be dealing with music publishing and song licensing. It's just a lot of um, resources I'm going to be providing as time goes by. Like I said, it's just building the content material and as time goes by, it's only natural that people are going to just start working with you. Now, one thing I do recommend for people to do, okay, so let's say that's what you're doing for the first day. You're just coming up with content that you can post for the whole week. Sit down, think of different topics that you can have for the podcast. Now, the podcast, depending on how long you want to use, and the app that I use is Anchor.fm. It's a great application because you can do it from your phone if you have a setup at home with the interface you can record on any DAW you're using and go from you know uploading it on anchor and putting it out and with InShot that's how I make my cover for the podcast and I really like the podcast because you can get sponsorships people paying you to talk about their products and it's unlimited you can come up with as much content as you want I would say be consistent on every week or every other week. Me, I do it every week. And it just helped to uh, bring awareness on what your niche is. So your niche is a certain keyword or topic that you're putting your focus on. And on the second day, when you have your topics, like with me, I have three topics on each podcast. Depending on how long you want to go for, you can go for five minutes, ten minutes, you could go for 30 minutes to an hour, two hours. I know some podcasts that will go for three hours straight, but you got to figure out if your engagement with your uh, fans are going to listen to three hours worth of content. I know it's possible, but if you're starting off, I would recommend at least 10 to 15 minutes just to get people, you know, interested. I know some podcasts are just five to seven minutes. With me, I try to keep the minimum 20 minutes. The max, hmm. 45 minutes to an hour. The podcast that's coming out next is um, 
a two-part with Jay Nolan. Shout out to Jay Nolan. He is a dope lyricist. One of the co-founders of Fresh and Local. Someone you want to get in touch with. His IG is Real Jay Nolan. R-E-A-L-J-N-O-L-A-N. And in our podcast, we're talking about, you know, the coronavirus, um, staying relevant in the music industry, networking, making sure your paperwork is right for um, your music so you can get more in-depth when it comes to music business. Um, a book I would recommend to everybody is um, All You Need to Know About the Music Business by Donald Passman. It covers everything from, you know, who to have on your team, looking for managers, dealing with contracts when it comes to cross-collateralization, recruitment, making sure you understand if your first album sells 100000 and your second album sells a million, you're 900000 in the red. And, you know, it gets more in-depth on in the red, just understanding how to protect yourself and your music in the music industry. For the second day, record up to... As many episodes as you want, I would recommend at least two episodes a day for two weeks. And that's enough material for three to four months, honestly. That's easy when it comes to that. And even when it comes to the podcast, you might have a camera or you might have um, your phone. You can go on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, let people see exactly what you're doing, get more people involved with what you're doing during the coronavirus. Even talk about that, how it's affected your household or if it helped your household, if it helps you to um, stay focused on what you're doing. If you don't even know what you're trying to do, at least it's a way to track down what's going on around this time. So, of course, stay safe. Make sure you have hand sanitizers, wash your hands. It's really about being hygienic. That's a big thing for me because a lot of people, um, they don't wash their hands, they touching doorknobs, they're shaking hands, they um, wipe their face, and that's just a big thing. That's why I don't touch my face at all and limit myself from shaking too many hands because I do know for a fact a lot of people don't. So stay clean yourself. That's a big thing. Stay clean. Have your necessary precaution. And it's funny because now I'm going to Walmart, I'm going to different stores, and I'm seeing there's not a lot of paper towels in the store, toilet paper, hand sanitizers. There's a lot of soap that I'm seeing, so that's a plus. A lot of people fighting over paper towels. It's crazy. You see on social media, people are getting into fights over something that is a commodity. It's just limited because a lot of people are going overboard. I can understand that when you know, there's a global crisis. A lot of people react to it. I feel like you should stay calm and think about the next move instead of what's happening at the moment. Think of your next move because it will benefit you, especially if you know what you're doing. Like with me, like I said, for the next two weeks, I'm focusing on the podcast, focusing on material, content, um, getting in touch with different people in the music industry that I can interview. This is the best time to Honestly, make money online. If you're an engineer, you need to be hitting up different artists who need their song mixed. Or if you're a mastering engineer, uh, put yourself out there, get in touch with different artists that need their stuff mastered, or even producers too. There's apps out there like Upwork, Guru, uh, Fiverr. Now, I know this one artist who told me that he sell lyrics on Fiverr. Now, that's something I didn't even know. I know they sell a lot of services on Fiverr, but now you can sell, of course, your production, your mastering, your mixing skills. Now you can even sell your lyrics. If you're a songwriter, you can make money that way. When it comes to the split sheets and the paperwork, I don't know if you're a ghostwriter or if you get credit. It's, I'm in the hole when it comes to that because that's something I just recently found out. So this is something that I just... 
jumped on. It's something that's not new. It came out in the 1980s. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. So traditionally, it's um, 25 minutes in length, separated by short breaks. I love using that method because one day, let's say, okay, so this is how my day started. I woke up. I timed myself for 25 minutes, so a few things I've done. I started editing one of my upcoming podcasts, did that for 25 minutes. After the 25 minutes, I felt like doing some in-depth cleaning around the house, put up my clothes, laundry, made sure the dishes were done, just different things here and there. After 25 minutes of that, I came into the studio, did part of this podcast, after this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and work on the visuals for this podcast. After that, I'm going to go ahead and do some mixing of Izzy. Got to get in touch with him. After I finish with that, I'm going to go ahead and do some reading. A book that I have is a book about the recording techniques. I'm just trying to learn different methods when it comes to recording an artist. Because you never know, there might be something new. I get out the book and I just implement it on a daily basis. Just like Steve Habicki's mixing template, that is my go-to template on all my sessions. Because it's so simple, but it's convenient. Because a lot of people are talking about, you know, using the next best plugins or, you know, pay for plugins. It's cool, but I'll tell you this. Majority of Steve's plugins are stock plugins, and he got hits on the radio, and people thinking that he's using some crazy plugins. And at times he do. It depends on the session and who he's working with. But the convenience of working in the box, the convenience is in itself. Of course, he um, uses outboard gears, especially when he's in the studio working with Mike Will recording, because when he's recording the artist, he's recording, you know, straight through different outboard gears like the Neve 1073, the TubeTech CL1B, or the Teletronics LA2A. And, you know, it goes, it's printed into Pro Tools. And then from Pro Tools, he can bring it straight home on his um, Mac and work from there. So use what you have and don't feel like you have to have the best plugins, the best gear, because you can look on YouTube or do research on Googles. There's a lot of people who would do reference from two different mics. One mic might be $60, another mic might be $700. One mic would be $100, another mic would be like um, $3,000, and they compare it. It's really about who's using the equipment because if you know what you're doing um, mixing-wise when it comes to EQ and compression, you can have the same tonal quality from a $700 mic to a $60 mic if you know what you're doing. That's the thing. A lot of people just push record, don't know what they're hearing, don't know what needs to be fixed. They put it out to the world, and then a lot of people give them negative comments, negative feedback, and then, you know, they feeling like they did everything they could when they didn't do research. They didn't do what they need to do to make sure they're set up for success. So make sure you do your research, read a book during this coronavirus situation. Stay safe, stay clean, stay consistent. And in these two weeks, man, come up with material and content. So this is Ray from RepoEars.com. want to tell everybody thank you for listening and keep tuning in.